Hey, 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 guys and girls in podcast land. Welcome back to Jubilee Hall Gym in Covent Garden. And hello to you, Julian Bertharat, personal trainer, fellow of the highest order. And hello to you, Alain Teresa, guy who goes to the gym on a regular basis. That is completely true, you know, because my body is my temple. The Acropolis. Oh, you do like that joke. It's an old one, but a good one. Okay. Sort of slightly inaccurate, I would say. Anyway, taking into account this feat of physical perfection you see before you today, Julian. My eyes do not deceive me. And how have you been since we were last at the microphone? Quite busy, consistent. I'm quite lucky with my schedule. Uh, I never have a big, big gap all over the week. So it's always consistent, which helped me for the work to keep, you know, the motivation and the enthusiasm. So what about you, Alan? Yeah, not too bad. I've been very busy. I've been working quite a lot, uh, but now the sun is shining, so I'm quite keen to get out and enjoy it. Got a bit of a sore throat. Have you heard my little sore throat? It's giving me a bit of a husky kind of tone, Julian, uh, a little bit masculine and uh, suiting to my general decorum, I would say. But yeah, I've been pretty good. And do you know what we're going to be covering this month on the podcast? Oh, yes. How to avoid injury. Yes, indeed. That is exactly what we're doing now. Uh, some time back... Yeah, just about a year ago, in fact. We looked at injury and recovery with those crazy cats from Fit to Function. And they are some white dudes at Fit to Function. <laughs> yes, I guess they are, with their lasers and, uh, you know, like stuff. But this month, we're going to uh, focus on how to avoid getting injured in the first place and how to maintain a healthy pace when you are actually working out in the gym. Wow, that was a mouthful. It certainly was. So uh, are you ready to get going safely and without breaking your pace, Mr. Personal Trainer Guy? Yes, play the music. Hi guys and welcome to Two Guys on Fitness, the podcast for guys who love the gym and like to get the most out of it. Guys just like us in fact and we are coming to you this month from Jubilee Hall Gym, Common Garden, where my good professional friend here, personal trainer Julia Bertharat and myself, average gym Joe guy Alan Teresa, talk fitness, exercise and diet into the microphone. And this month we are going to be looking at how to avoid getting injured in the gym and what to avoid when exercising to make sure you spend as much time on the gym floor and as little time as possible on your back suffering in pain. That we are. And uh, we're also going to be taking your fitness tip of the month, Julian. And what is it this month? The fitness tip of the month will be how to work out without equipment at home. So I will show you like a little routine that takes five minutes to do. And then later on the show, we'll be taking some questions from listeners to the podcast and answering them as best we can. Okay, there is a lot going on between now and the end of the podcast. So let's get a wiggle on and take this talk fest up a gear or two. Yes, let's get that wiggle on, Julian, as you so uh, amusingly put it. And uh, let us get started. Well, let's do it. Okay, so uh, several episodes back, in fact, I think it was one of the uh, first episodes we did, you interviewed uh, the guys from Fit to Function about how to recover from injury uh, and the techniques they use to deal with guys who have got injuries on the gym floor. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, actually, it was a good experience. And, um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm always like very inclined and open-minded to get new information about injury 
and um, yeah, it's um, I had a very good memory of it. And of course, one of the things that came out of uh, that interview, or rather interviews, really, because there were two of those guys, weren't there, is that it's always best, in principle, to avoid getting injured in the first place. Uh, and that's true, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, when you got injured, it's not, never good news. When I used to play rugby, it's, you know, you, you can't control other people's behavior, like, you know, somebody tackling you in his back or on the side. It's, uh, it's hard to control that, but when you train yourself, you can control the weight you lift, you can control your technique, you know? You most certainly can. And we took the opportunity to ask some of the guys on the gym floor what they do to avoid getting injured in the first place and thus avoiding having to recover from injury. So let's have a little listen to what they had to say. Uh, well, it depends how serious is the injury. Um, if it's too serious, I'll go and find a specialist. Otherwise, I'll use business as usual, ice and yeah, topics or whatever, yeah. For me, the recovery time are very, very important, uh, like the training time. When I was young, <laughs> I didn't understand this thing. I thought that uh, more you train yourself, uh, more you are hard and uh, strong, okay? No. Okay, the recovery time are very, very important. More time you train yourself, more time you must dedicate to the recovery time. I don't know. I, I watch, um, well, I used to. I used to try and like, watch like, YouTube videos to see what um, good form and technique is. Um, but I think if you're coming to the gym daily, then you sort of know what your body can and can't do, and you know what your limits are. I try not to overdo it when I'm at the gym, um, but if I have any problems, then I will have to rest. It's as simple as that for me. Um, rest just to recover. I like to sleep well and eat well at the same time. If I'm inched, usually I do a lot of stretching. I try a lower weight workout. I work out with lighter weights and I try to sleep and eat well. So that's a number of guys there talking about how they avoid uh, injury. Uh, a certain uh, focus there on moderation and techniques such as stretching. So let me ask you, Julian, a couple of questions specifically about training well to avoid getting injured and thus needing to recover. First of all, how do you yourself avoid injury when you are training? Well, it's an interesting question. I mean, more interested than most of the people will think it's over when you go from 30 to 40. I think what I'm doing now is I really take seriously my warm up. So I systematically go for a 1K run and I make sure before lifting weight, my body is warm. And to do so, you know, like it's a, in a way to create a warm wave. And the idea after is to surf on this warm wave. And every time you get calls, in a way, when every time your earth beat is going down, you want to go again from this high intensity, so to wake you up. So basically you want to warm up the uh, physical machine. I mean, I know when we uh, work out together, uh, we always do have that, if you'll excuse me putting it like this, treadmill run of death right at the beginning. But you really are quite passionate about that. You think that's the cornerstone, don't you, to uh, avoid getting into trouble later on in the workout? Yeah, absolutely. And I will add one thing. It's, uh, of course, it's very important to warm up your body physically. 
but mentally, you know, uh, I'm from uh, I'm from rugby, and you don't get you don't start a rugby game without getting all together, you know, preparing mentally uh, to a physical effort, you know. And I think people who do not have a good or strong sport background. Uh, that's why they miss this chapter, and it's kind of a very important chapter. Um, some of my colleagues say you can lose a game just before it starts, because the way you prepare it mentally, you know. And it's a bit the same with the training, you know. Uh, if you don't warm up properly, you're likely to not have a great workout. Okay, so uh, the warm-up and the start of any workout is obviously important. Now, what is the most regular injury you encounter on the gym floor with guys who work out? What's the thing that comes around again and again and again? Well, there's two main area. It's a knee and shoulders. But I would say the shoulders one because people like to work the upper body and the gym floor a bit more than their legs. So in shoulders injury are, are the most common one. Uh, and to be more precise, it's a bit everything around the shoulder blades. People are, most of the time, it's too much weight. It's uh, a repetition also of bad technique. And, uh, and then if you add that, on top of that, the stress of people's life, you end up with some like sore shoulders, you know? And uh, yeah, that's the most common one, shoulders. You know, I've had uh, a number of shoulder injuries over the years. Uh, did you know that? Yes, I remember you told me. Uh, my right shoulder, uh, and uh, for you listening uh, in podcast land, you're going to enjoy this uh, moment now. It's going to mean a lot for you. So, Julian, if you see that scar there uh, around my right shoulder, uh, that was because I had to be opened up to uh, repair the uh, bone and muscles after I continually dislocated it after damaging it uh, uh, one time years and years ago. And since then, I dislocated it seven times. Wow. Yeah, and my left shoulder twice. <laughs> there you go. And uh, it's a very uh, uncomfortable experience. So, yeah, I understand the shoulders thing right now. And uh, let me ask you another question. What's the most common mistake that people, or indeed uh, particularly your clients, make on the gym floor that does lead them to being injured? Well, it is uh, a combination of basically heavy weights and bad technique and sometimes you can even add no preparation like no warm-up so yeah you have to be patient when you train and uh, you have to respect it's like a training what is good is training is this discipline you have like you start you warm up then you prepare the exercise you think about the technique and then you actually leave the bar and i think most of the people sometimes they lead to injury because they go too fast you know why i don't know maybe because uh, sometimes the ego, as simple as that, can take over it, and they forgot to see the training like something like positive, something positive to their body, you know, to do. So. And what would you say is worse if you had to um, mark out one of these as being worse than the other? Too much weight or poor technique? Well, I would say uh, I don't want any of it. So uh, both are bad. But realistically, the worst is the weight because basically, if you waste too much weight, you're gonna put more pressure and ultimately you're gonna damage more, uh, likely your joints. And, uh, and when you damage your joints, sometimes it's very hard to recover from it. Uh, poor technique, of course, uh, will damage you, but I would say maybe in sh medium long terms, you know, like weight, because it's a lightweight plus bad technique, so yeah, it's gonna take longer to injure you, but ultimately you will get injured. 
And finally, is it better to avoid injury or to recover from it? You know, now that I'm saying that, I'm realising that this is a slightly uh, ridiculous question now that the words are out there, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Well, so you know my answer, of course, is to not, to avoid injury, okay? You don't want to recover on, uh, from injury. When you, when you get injured, it's too late, you know? You want to prevent these kind of things, you know, like... Uh, And as I say, it's not a rugby game, it's only you training, so it's not like it's you and the bar. So if you injure yourself, you are the only one to blame. And ultimately, at the end of the day, this uh, body we inhabit is the only one we've got, is that not right? Yeah, yes, correct. It's a, it's a, I understand people get confused because you can see on the social media a lot of motto saying like, uh, train hard or go home. And I think it's uh, still a little bit... Uh, oppressive like message you know like uh, training there's so many ways to training arms you know when you play rugby when you play football when you play tennis all these sports are different and require different skill they are all hard on their own you know so it's always very objective you know uh, what is art training and there is not only one particular type of training that makes you you know the strongest man in the world or something like that it's a very all-around Uh, things to do so ultimately you do it for yourself so just remember that today's show is brought to you by jubilee hall gym covent garden need an effective workout using state-of-the-art equipment in the heart of london's west end then visit jubilee hall gym on the corner of covent garden where you can also check out the gym sauna as well as a whole host of great fitness classes join online for 53 pounds a month and there is no need for a minimum term contract when joining or you can use the gym on a day pass basis. Find out more at jubileehall.org or telephone 020-7835-4007 to work out at Jubilee Hall Gym, Covent Garden. And now it's time for my favorite part of the podcast. And you know what that possibly could be, Julian? Um, your so-called jokes? No, even though those jokes are extremely funny, as uh, I think uh, the listeners will testify too. Right, listeners? No, in fact, it is... Julian's Fitness Tip of the Month. Do you ever feel like not coming to the gym? Uh, generally, no, actually. I uh, quite enjoy coming to the gym. But uh, I think the question's pretty open, isn't it? Because... Obviously, uh, there are people who do, so I'm going to help you out, Julian. Yes, Julian, sometimes I do feel like not coming to the gym. So if it happens, it is a good routine for you to do at home. It requires no equipment, and here you come. So, it's five-minute routine. Okay, you start, there's five exercises, and it's one minute per exercise. Free weight, just your body weight. The first exercise is a squat. You do a squat for one minute, one minute of free squat. Then you don't take any breath, you go for the star jump. And then you go for one minute, press up on the floor. Then you stand up again and you go for running static and you finish with a squat again, one minute. You take a minute break and you go again for another group. So you understand, two routine, 10 minutes, and then you can finish with abs on the floor. Okay, that's it, you got to your 10, 15 minute workout at home. It's quite intense and uh, I really suggest you to, uh, to do it. But you see these things online on YouTube or whatever, but um, can you have a comprehensive workout routine outside of the gym like that where you only work out at home without weights? Yeah, I understand that sometimes people feel a bit like frustrated with that. 
if you are here to basically grow your muscle, it's maybe not, you, you should start in the gym using weight and all that, but as a random and why, why not uh, routine, you know, I mean, when you don't have, if you just to maintain your weight, it's possible, you know, so I would say it's a good thing to do. It's intense, you know, it's, it really challenge your, uh, let's say your fitness level. And that was... Julian's fitness tip of the month. Okay, so that's Julian's fitness tip of the uh, month out of the way. Uh, so if you do want to jump around in your uh, own living space, then go for it. So Julian, uh, we're going to take some questions now, which is what we do every month. Uh, you ready to take a couple of questions from listeners? Yes, of course. It's always a good idea because it's um, what is funny is it's always new, it's always different. So you get to know also uh, further what people want. And, uh, and it's always very, um, it's a great experience. I learned a lot from this question. Yeah, that's uh, true, actually, and so do I. So uh, let's have a little look at Robert Goya. Okay, we've got two questions uh, this month. So first up, we have Don in Lewisham, and he asks via our Facebook page, if you have a bang-on workout, and a bang-on workout, I think what Don is asking here is if you have a thorough and challenging workout, if I may, if you have a bang-on workout and the next day your legs are killing you, is that a good or a a bad sign okay so it is obviously a good sign because you know it uh, means you did push your limit and uh, there's nothing to nothing wrong about it um, I would just suggest like to do some good stretching the day after because basically you got like uh, the toxin in your muscle that's why it's hurting and you want to basically give a massage and remove move away this toxin from the muscle that's all because uh, when I do uh, a lot of legs and when we go running, uh, we do a lot of running, the next day, and in fact the next couple of days, my uh, legs are killing me. And it's lactic acid, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's the thing. Correct, correct. But uh, overall, you think it's a sign that um, your body has been broken down a little bit, I think, is what they say. And that feeling you feel of discomfort is a sign that it's going to recover stronger than it was before. And yeah, it's, it's very true. And, uh, and uh, of course, here we are touching one of the important process of all worker, which is the recovery time. And we were talking about injury. Injury come also from you do not let your body recover enough. You know, you have to know that when you play a full season in sports, there is a huge time for the player for that allow them to recover. Otherwise, you break the machine, you know. So that's very important. Okay, Don, well, um, I hope that's uh, helpful uh, to you uh, in Lewisham in southeast London, uh, which is quite a busy and hectic part of the world, I think it's fair to say. And uh, what's the next question in the bag? That's obviously a turn of phrase because we don't literally have a bag. Julian Bethera. Yes, it's from Andrew in Perth, who has contacted us through our website to ask how much cardio is too much in one week. Oh, this is a quite an interesting question because when I go to the gym, sometimes I've seen people doing the same kind of cardio every single time that they're in the gym. And I often think, you do too much, surely. Okay, here's, um, I would like to be specific, yeah, to get specific. So basically, um, the latest study shows that after 20 minutes, you break down the muscle. So remember, when you go to the gym, you do want to build up your muscle. So if you go over systematically 20 minutes of cardio, you basically do one step forward, forward to get stronger, 
and then two steps backwards to get weaker if you go over this 20 minutes. Okay, you don't need to run forever. Well-being um, else uh, process is different than sport process. So basically, if you run a marathon, you know, you're gonna damage your knee and all that because of the repetition of the impact. And it's okay because it's sport and it's another target. But when you go to the gym, when you train in the well-being uh, aspect or target, your aim should be different. It should be like 20 minute maximum of cardio. So to get back to your question, the my answer is make sure you don't go over this 10, 20 minute action on the treadmill. So there you are, Andrew. I hope that's uh, helpful to you in telling you how much cardio is too much. But uh, I, on the back of that, I just want to ask you, if you go to the gym, say, three or four times uh, a week, uh, how many of those days should, be, should you be doing a lot of cardio, even if it is only up to about 20 minutes? You know, we did talk about the warm-up before. Oh, we did, yes. So basically, I will go for running like every... If you come three times to the gym, well, let's go for a run three times. Uh, you can add an extra uh, session, call it cardio session, but again, back to this window of 20 minutes. You should not try to run more than 20 minutes. You know, some days when I uh, go to the gym, I don't do cardio at all, apart from a very kind of like brisk warm-up. Is that bad? It's not bad, but it's, uh, it's helped you so much to do the cardio because it prepares you mentally to a physical effort. That's all, you know. Of course, you can spend the whole night, the whole week without doing your cardio, but I really do think that doing some cardio helps you mentally and physically. Okay, and since uh, exercising is both a physical and mental process, which I think we've touched upon before as well, that's obviously important. So there you go. That's our two questions for the month, Julian. And if you do want to get in touch, guys, uh, feel free to drop us a line through our website. TwoGuysOnFitness.com Or through Julian Bertheras' website. JulianBertheras.com Or you can contact us through our social media on our Twitter, on our Facebook, and we used to say Google+, but that's like in the olden days now, so don't try to do that because it won't go anywhere. And when you do, we look forward to hearing from you and the questions you have so that's another two guys on fitness for the month and i think we have managed to avoid getting injured during the recording of this episode of the podcast that we have and we would just like to say thanks to all the guys that took the time to tell us about how they avoid getting injured when training Yes, I like it when we hear different points of view from the gym floor. It is cool. That is completely true, actually. It is a good thing. No, of course. And, uh, and until next time, you have been listening to me, personal trainer Julien Bertorat. And to me, Alan Teresa, not a personal trainer, just a guy happy to be on the gym floor and to have a good workout. And you can find out more about Two Guys on Fitness on our website, twoguysonfitness.com, on my website, julienbertorat.com. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter. Just search for us or follow the link on our website. Plus, you can listen to the podcast on Podomatic, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and you can even listen on the Julian Bertherout website. No, Julian, you've said that website address too many times already. And until next time, avoid injuring the gym, but not the gym itself. And when you do, enjoy your workout. <laughs>